0: So I want to talk tonight about something that has haunted me for all of my life. For as far as I can remember. And it's an issue that I thought for a long, long time was exclusive to my experience. Um, Like an issue that only I was going through. And very few people knew about or understood or went through themselves. And as I have grown and I have matured a little bit, I like to think, I look around me and I realize that not only is it an issue that many, many people experience, I think it's an epidemic. Uh, I think it's something that is becoming actually quite an issue and something that we need to talk about more. Um, The subject that I want to talk about today is belonging, the sense of belonging. And the opposite, the sense of not belonging, the feeling of not belonging and the suffering that it brings about. Um, Of course, it's a very, very painful thing. Uh, If you've ever felt like you don't belong in any specific circumstance, then you'll know just how excruciating it can be and the effects that it can have on us uh, and our our behavior and our health. Um, But don't be discouraged. the reason why i'm talking about this today and why i feel like this is something that i can talk about um with so much security is because i'm beginning to have a very different experience uh, of belonging and so not only do i want to you know put the subject on it on the table and and uh, give it the importance and the and the value that i think it has and the validation, let's say, but also kind of show, from my perspective, um, a more optimistic side of it. So in other words, uh, when I thought for most of my life that I didn't belong and that that was just that, that there was nothing that I could do about it, now I know that that's not true. Um, and, uh, And I know for me, it has taken a lot of work to reach the place where I know that that's not true, and so I want to share with you a little bit of that, of that journey uh, in case you are someone who feels like you don't belong or you know someone who feels that way. So first of all, as I was saying before, I really think that it's a very important and critical issue. I see more and more on social media, for example, and also around me. Um, I hear how people are talking about the epidemic that loneliness has become and how we are becoming more and more isolated from one another. I don't believe it's just one factor that has led us to that. I think there are multiple factors and I think it's kind of all driving us in a specific direction where, you know, we're, we're yeah, I think we're headed towards times where we fear one another a little bit more um, and we're disconnecting from each other and yeah we're easily kind of hiding each on each one of us in their own little hole um i think there are movements you know there are waves when we come back together we come closer and then we drift apart and there are also you know places and different dynamics as a response to that isolation, I also see around me people that are understanding that we need to connect more and more. But in any case, I think it's a, it's a really present subject. You know, the the subject of loneliness and how there's so much of it in the world, and that is creating very serious um, issues. I think that's creating very very um, collective suffering, and we don't we don't necessarily we don't always know how to get out of that how to go about it and for me there is a direct connection between the sense of loneliness and the sense of not belonging if i feel like i belong to someone to something then i don't feel as alone as i feel when i feel like i don't belong um, and i've felt for the for most of my life and in most aspects like i don't belong uh, so first i want to share a little bit of that experience and then i want to tell you how <laughs> i feel like things have turned around so I want to tell you a little story um, when I was 16 years old my father I lived in South American Colombia and my father lived in France and he passed away and when I was 18 I graduated from high school and I decided to travel to France and to study there and to be there and my mother um, stayed in Colombia and uh, yeah I was a young person living in France and studying. And during the vacations, I'm like the holiday, I must have been still 18 or 19 years old, I don't remember. I came to Israel, where I now live, to visit family. And I went to visit this old woman, very witch-like, which in a good sense, I say, because I like witches, uh, who used to be my mother's spiritual teacher, uh, or shaman, or healer, or guide, or however you know you prefer to call her. You catch my drift. She used to be my mother's teacher and I felt a connection with her because she had known me when I was a little girl and so I went to visit her. And I had a wonderful evening with her, I recall, in her beautiful house with massive windows open and a huge, like, wonderful view of the nature and a ton of cats walking around and pillows on the floor and very, very special place very very special woman and we had we were deep into conversation and at one point she drew the cards and so she took out the tarot cards and invited me to ask a question. And Lord only knows why the question that occurred to me was instead of asking about you know guys or or my studies or travel or anything it the one thing it occurred to me to ask at that age at that time (laughs) was when will i truly belong that's how much pain i was in actually that's what i needed to ask and so i remember she drew the cards um i mean i i you know i chose cards and she turned them and she read them and then she got up and she started pacing back and forth and i looked at her and went what what is it and she stopped and she looked at me And she said, You will never be long. And of course, that became my curse. Um, And I'm not saying this for you to confirm that gurus or spiritual teachers are bullshit, because, you know, if you believe that, then that's what you believe. Um, through my experience, you know, I I happen to have a different perspective of it nowadays, (laughs) because spiritual teachers are also people, Um, and she was very, very powerful and very, very strong, but what she said that day became the weight, a weight that I, yeah, that I carried with me up until not so long, and still, you know, I'm I'm working with it. But here's the thing. Um, What I have learned through the work that I've done is that curses can be blessings in disguise if I do the work that I need to do. And I have to go very deep um, and work, do a lot of work uh, in order for that to happen, um, but that's that's what I've discovered. That something that I see as a curse doesn't necessarily have to be one. But I have to be aware and focus and and do work with it, do work in depth with it, in order to transform it into something um, that doesn't make me suffer and that makes me grow instead. And I actually happen to think that not not only about you know something that can sound like a curse or can be a curse in such a dramatic way, like in a movie. <laughs> but about everything um i think that there are a lot of things that we see in life as a curse uh you know everyone can look back and say oh you know this is really my curse something that someone said or something or a trauma that 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 we experienced and that we have a lot of we have a hard time breaking free from and i so yeah i left with this huge burden over my shoulders and of course she didn't just tell me that she told me that i was also like a Sort of shaman, that I had powers the way she did. Um, she said many very special things. But I left with the sense that I was never going to be long. And I already believed that. So what she did was kind of confirm it for me. Um, and then, of course, you know, having left with that and believing that, I just kept reinforcing that for myself in life. Um, and not being able to, not knowing how to take responsibility. Just kind of to feel, to fall victim of it and to feel constantly like I didn't belong. Like I wasn't part of someone, of something. Um, and yeah, that was also my way of sort of mechanism of isolating myself and kind of protecting myself, I think. But that was creating a lot of suffering for me. Because it, it was protection. it was the wrong kind of protection it was like my ego's way of protecting me I guess so I went through life um, always with that sense of just not belonging and I've been in amazing places with amazing people and had amazing experiences like truly I I mean it I'm not just saying that like now I I look back and I go man I mean the, the richness of life itself and so I have been uh you know, a part of groups and projects and communities and friends and colleagues and and you know, all kinds of practices. I've been part a part of that. But I've always suffered. I've always like been had this underlying, you know, tremendous suffering because there's always been something to remind me, to show me that I don't belong. And then I've always kind of ended up Spitting myself out of these situations or groups of or people or or whatnot, mm. and I really, really think that can be just mortal. Um, because, and I heard not long ago, I hear a lot. Um, Teal Swan, I've I've mentioned her in the past. She's one of the people that I like to listen to online. There's a lot of really, really interesting people out there <clears throat> talking about all kinds of yeah aspects of the human condition and she talks a lot about belonging and and the massive importance of belonging in love and the importance of belonging in order to heal um and I kind of yeah I've heard her and listened like on the background and gone yeah yeah she has a point I think she's right but I haven't really truly kind of you know given it the weight that I that I think it actually has Mm. so not not belonging or feeling like we don't belong because actually we truly do belong it doesn't matter where we are first and foremost we we belong to mankind like we belong to the human um, race that's a fact So it's a really good starting point, and it may sound like a cheap consolation, but I I don't see it that way anymore. I truly believe that now. Um, So we do belong, but but feeling like we don't belong, which can be a very, very, you know, predominant, strong, convincing sensation. Um, Just, yeah, it leads, it very easily leads down the road of despair and shame, And, uh, yeah, utter complete loneliness and kind of regression. Basically, I think it sucks. (laughs) It's not healthy to not feel, to feel like we don't belong is not healthy. Feeling like we don't belong is not healthy. In general, I mean, not specifically. Feeling like we don't belong to a specific group, I don't know that. You know, you'd have to look into it. More specifically, but having that general feeling. So that's the dark side of it. Now, this might not sound very light either. It uh, depends on on where you're coming from. But um, my mother passed away six months ago, and of course, it's been it's been devastating for me. I've gone through, and I'm, it's very fresh. So I still have a lot of work to do with that, but. I've gone through some very, very challenging months. And the thing is, um, I was connected to her and I was also attached to her. I think connection and attachment are not necessarily the same thing, but we'll talk about that another day. So somehow I did, you know, I did, I did, even though I didn't acknowledge it, I did feel like I belonged with my mother because, you know, she was my family. But now that she's gone, um, I realize that my belonging muscle is very underdeveloped. And so now I've decided and I've understood that it's something that I really need to work on because I need it. I need to feel like I belong. Um, I need it in order to survive, and I also need it in order to thrive. And so the first thing I think that I've understood in this shift, and here's where the light comes in, don't no, don't despair. This is where the light comes in. <laughs> the shift is that I realize that in order to feel like I belong, the first thing I need to do is make a decision. Um, and it doesn't it doesn't have to be a decision uh, that enslaves me. It's not like a sort of commitment that will take my freedom away from me or anything like that. It's just making the decision that I'm going to allow myself to be long because I deserve it. It's a decision. It's not a decision that, um, requires anything else than that. It's a small thing. It's not a big thing. It's a small decision with huge consequences. It's the decision of giving myself the chance. Even if I don't know what that looks like, you can decide something, um, to feel some way to bring something into your life without necessarily knowing what that looks like and that's okay that's one thing that i'm also beginning to understand oh i don't know what it feels like to belong or what i need to do in order to feel like i belong but i decide that i'm going to give myself the chance just make that decision so that's one thing so another thing um that i briefly mentioned just a few minutes back but i think it's important to to say again is that there's a difference between Belonging and feeling like we belong. Um, We belong, again I'm saying it, we belong to, you know, to the earth. We belong to the human race. Um, But whether we feel that we belong is a different issue. And in order to be able to belong to anything or anyone... The first, the first step is to work on the feeling of belonging. And that, sound, they may, that may sound a little bit strange. You may think, well, first you have to belong, and then you'll feel like you belong. But I'm discovering that it's the other way around. First, I need to understand what it feels like to belong. Once I understand how that works, what it feels like to belong, because it's work, my friends, that's the third thing that I want to say, then I can begin to actually belong. So the third thing is the work of belonging. (laughs) Belonging, feeling like I belong, is a muscle. It's something that I need to be focused on. It's something that I need to pay attention to in order for it to actually happen inside myself. And that truly does take um, work and exploration, or at least it has uh, for me. It's taken a lot of introspection and a lot of... uh, self development and growth and what I'm discovering about feeling like I belong is that in order for that to happen I need to walk in not having a specific idea of who I am or what I think or how I feel I need to be willing to surrender to life in order to feel like I belong and feeling like I belong isn't always comfortable. It's just feeling like I belong is allowing myself, surrendering um, to life. That's it. That's what I need to do. I need to agree to the unknown. When I agree to the unknown, I automatically belong. I know as I'm saying this that it may sound a little bit strange, but that's the experience that I'm having right now. The more um, I surrender to not knowing who I am, who the people that are with me are, what exactly is going on, (laughs) the more I accept the strangeness of things, the more I am in a state of belonging. The more I can truly actually connect. If I come in knowing already, um, then I have a preconceived idea of things and I'm closed off and I isolate myself and I convince myself again that I don't belong. When I walk into a situation agreeing to not know, um, then I, I automatically belong. I belong. I belong to the situation. I'm part of what's what's happening. Um, and I'm really, really beginning to feel that and to experience that. And so this, this limiting belief that I've had, so stubborn, so deep, and for so long that I don't belong, is starting... is. Truly beginning to transform and and fade and change and become something else, but again, it takes work. It takes consciousness. It takes focus. I can't just move around automatically because my automatic, my go-to, my default mode is believing that I don't belong. So if I walk around in my default mode without you know connecting to my consciousness, then that's just the way it is, and it's going to continue being. But if I'm aware. Of the situation, if I come to the present more and more, and I and I practice the act of surrendering to the situations, suddenly I belong. And it's really tricky because I realize that by understanding that I belong, um, I do make myself more vulnerable. I'm in more intimate situations with people. And that's scary because that brings up all kinds of things and discomfort and all kinds of stuff that now I need to look into and and work with also and accept. Um, None of this, I'm not saying any of this to discourage anyone. On the contrary, I really, really, really want to, to encourage you if you feel like you don't belong to tell you that no matter how much you have felt it, it's absolutely possible to change and to transform but it requires focus, it requires deciding to surrender. It's not even deciding to belong, it's not saying, okay, I belong, no. It's saying, okay, I am stepping into the unknown, and by stepping into the unknown, by agreeing to step into the unknown, I become part of the unknown, and by becoming part of the unknown, I belong to it. And what that brings is wonderful because it doesn't matter what happens and it's scary of course it's really scary but uh, so far I can tell you that it's paid off every single time even in uncomfortable situations because of course there's going to be discomfort you know you're in a new in a new place of intimacy and you're discovering yourself all over again Belonging is allowing yourself to discover yourself in a new way. Uh, It's letting go of what, you know, what we're attached to that keeps us kind of convinced not to belong as a way of protecting ourselves. So, yeah, letting go is scary, terrifying, but it's worth it. And it can also be done you know exercised doesn't have to be drastic it can be done by phases you know every time a little bit more every time just a little bit more of kind of letting go oh, okay i'm surrendering to the situation to the unknown to the unknown in myself because you know we we think we know ourselves and uh, things actually become so much more interesting in my experience when i allow myself to discover the unknown in me. So that's what I'm going to leave you with. Hmm. I hope this is helpful to someone. It's helpful to me. I hope um, you can receive it as a word of encouragement and not the other way around. (laughs) Sometimes in order to reach the light, we we really need to dig into the dark parts and talk about those things that are not so cool and so I hope you can see it that way I do and I send you all my love and and sense of belonging and I remind you that whoever you are, wherever you are now you belong my friend there's no avoiding that bye